Well, it's fair to say we don't want to call this the episode of the year. Otherwise, the next six months might be a total waste of our time. But in terms of episodes that we are looking forward to doing, especially when it comes to prediction time, this is number one on the drawing board, especially for Smithy. You've heard our over-under reaction from last year. We went better than 50%, but we've got TD on board this year, so that is a guarantee to go under. But I'm looking forward to this one. This is going to be fantastic. Smithy, how are you, mate? Are you looking forward to this? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. And uh, just you starting with a very early drive by on TD, I think that sets up for what's going to be a very fun hour and a bit of banter and analysis. I think I've got a new motto for 2022, and it's punch before you get punched. That's what I'm going with. So I feel like that's a good attitude to have, especially when it comes to the people's prints. How are you, mate? Repping the Dolphins beanie tonight. I like it. Yeah, I'm right. I'll, I'll cop that little jab I, I got off the top. And, you know, I've, I've got a pretty good track record to show uh, for it. So I guess I deserve whatever comes my way, prediction-wise, at least. Yeah, the Patriots fans that are listening to the pod currently don't feel any sympathy for you at all. So <laughs> for those that missed last year, number one, shame on you. But number two, how this works, he's a very popular bookmaker in Australia. They don't sponsor us, so we don't name them. It's a good system that we've got going on here released their win total predictions that you can bet over or under on. Um, and we're going to go through them and think if they're going to go over or under. Now, Smith, I think you went 17 of 32 and I went 16 yeah. of 32, which is yeah. awesome. So before we get into the actual team predictions, what are the benchmarks that we're setting for ourselves? How many do you want to get right, Smithy? I know 32 would be ideal, but what's the number you're giving yourself that constitutes a pass so you can't go back later in the year and try to dig yourself out of it? Yeah, 20 plus is what I'm aiming for. I want to get over 20 this year. 20 plus, I like it. 18 plus uh, for Dazzling. I'll give myself the the second year break, the sophomore blues, but there's still going to be an uptick. Uh, TD, what's your uh, what's your target, mate? What are you aiming for? Uh, considering my track record, I, I think I'd take 12. Double figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's 12. Yeah, anything close to double figures. Yeah. gamble responsibly as we say and by responsibly we mean the opposite of what td says <laughs> <laughs> which will be a good way to start all right we're going to do this alphabetically uh we're not going to spend too much time on each team it's just going to be what we think a little bit on why and we're going to get through it hopefully in good time we start with arizona who start at nine and a half and smid i'll go to you first first of all we talked about how good they were with the predictions last year uh there were a few pushes and a few that were within half a game Straight off the bat, this feels like the right number. Real, or do you think it's uh, an imbalanced or unbalanced prediction? Where do you stand on this one? I think that's pretty spot on. Mm. Um, I think they did a pretty good job. I've taken the under. I did my all my win projections for e, all 32 teams today. Uh, and through that website, it calculated how many wins each team would get through my game picks. And... The Cardinals came out with eight wins. I think they're going to struggle, especially early in the season without DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I think there's question marks around the whole Kyler Murray situation. And they did not improve their secondary, which really worries me. Uh, with In a division with two teams in LA and San Francisco, who I think are going to be very good, I had them as an eight win team. So therefore the under. Yeah. I don't want to make it look like I'm copying you like last year, but I had the under as well. Teddy. Yeah, I agree. I think Smithy hit the nail on the head. Uh, their uh, depth is of their depth. At least is going to be tested this season, especially early on without Hopkins. Um, but yeah, I see them going under nine wins to be honest. Yeah. I don't mind it. All right, let's get to Atlanta. The Falcons they're at four and a half. TD, can you see them getting to a handful of wins? No, I can't. I'm taking the under here as well. And that's just an extremely low number. Um, but I just, I can't get excited about this team. Um, you know, there's so much uncertainty at quarterback and I'm really not too thrilled with either option. Um, and I think they're really deprived of talent. Um, there's obviously got good players. Every team does. But when you just look at this team's schedule, it's not even the hardest schedule, but it's hard to, to match up. Um, games where you actually think they're a chance um, because I don't think there is many teams that they are better than, if any. So I've got the under. Bang. There we go. Smithy? 
Yeah, my projections came out at three wins for the Falcons. So uh, the under, I agree. I think they're going to show flashes. Uh, I think Kyle Pitts is going to have a really good season. They've got AJ Terrell, who is a bona fide star. But they just, yeah, as TD said, they lack depth at all positions, essentially. So uh, under for me as well. Well, we're going to start disagreeing, which is good. I'm going over for one simple reason. One simple reason. Because I can't lose. I'm either right about the irrelevance and the fact this team should not even be in the league and they disappoint me, or I'm right and I look like a genius. So Atlanta, that's a hell of a drive-by, but I'm going with it. And also, yeah, they don't have a lot of depth, but depth is only tested when you get uh, injuries. Someone's got to have good luck with injuries. The team we're going to talk about next had zero of it. And you know what? Bashing franchises can be fun. I don't really feel like doing it tonight. I think they can get five. I mean, you know, when we say over, we're not expecting them to get seven or eight. Surely they get five. I know Matt Ryan's not there, but Jesus, Atlanta. Five wins. Crying out loud. They can do it. I'll back them in. Let's go to Baltimore. Now, Smid, the island team, I can, I would put all, if you're going to gamble responsibly, I'd be chucking the house on Smithy with a green tick or in the upward trajectory. Uh, Smid, you wouldn't be jumping on an island that's winning nine games, surely? Nah. I've definitely taken over. Uh, I'm probably too optimistic with Baltimore, to be honest, because that's on brand for me and Island teams. <laughs> but my projections got them 13 wins, which is a lot. Um, but I think they're that good. I love their secondary. It's just magnificent. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have an MVP caliber season. I just love what they've got going on. If they can stay healthy, this team won eight games last year with about 25% of their roster. Yeah. So if they can have even, you know, five times better luck than they did last year, they're going to be extremely, extremely good. Yep. I completely agree. I'm smacking the over as well, Teddy. Yeah. I like the over as well. I'm a big fan of the Ravens this year and, I think the only weakness I can see just looking at that team is their wide receiver position. They did lose a bunch of guys, uh, Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins and Miles Boykin, uh, and they didn't really do anything to replace them guys. But um, if I can say anything about that, they haven't really needed a big time wide receiver in the past. I know Marquise Brown's been their guy lately, but they've been able to do it with unknown guys at wide receiver. So I don't think it's going to be a big issue and I can see him uh, winning enough games to go over. Yeah. I like it. Let's go to the AFC East. We'll start with Buffalo. They're at 11 and a half. And my kind of consensus with Buffalo is I'm as confident as I was. Cause I think from memory, it was 11 and uh, 11 and a half last year or, and they didn't make it. They fell half a game short, which was extraordinary, but I think they, you know, even if they go one and one with my Dolphins, I mean, they're not going to lose to the Jets. They're not going to lose to the Patriots. That's already four. At worst, they have one win against the Dolphins. That's five. So you've got seven out of your next 12 games to get the over. I think surely they get that done. So I'm taking the over for the Bills, TD. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, looking at their schedule today, and when I pick the games for the season, you could nearly pick them in every game. Um, you know, it's easy to get caught up in, in doing the picks and, and finding wins for these good teams and you can almost have them going 17 and over, but they're just so good on paper. Um, and I think they're going to go over that total. Yep. Bang. And Smithy, I know you'll be in a grants. Yeah. Over as well. They went just short of that exact same line with a abomination of a lost Jacksonville. Plus they got better over the off season. So it's hard to see them not doing it. I like it. All right. Now we get to go a bit personal and Smithy, we start with your mob, the Panthers. Five and a half wins, um, which is, I think, half a game than what you had last year. I think they were one of the five um, win teams, which is interesting. I won't keep referring to last year. How do you see your mob? Because this is going to be the most biased Carolina opinion we hear for a long, long time. Can you see you going over? Yeah, five and 12 last year. Line at five and a half. My projections had us winning six games. So I'm taking the over just. Oh boy. Um, it's hard because I feel like we have improved and 
obviously everything you see out of your team's social media over the off season is positive. All I'm hearing out of Matt Rule is Sam Darnold had his best practice since he's been with the team yesterday. Such a high bar he's got there. Uh, it's and everything is like, yeah, they try and suck you in. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get disappointed. <laughs> Six and eleven would be disappointing. I'm not going to lie because the third year of Matt Rule to win six games would be disappointing. So I've set a low bar, but it's still outreach sports bets. So over. Bang. TD, how do you feel about the first of, uh, well, our teams essentially? Yeah, I've got the under. Um, I, I actually like the the Panthers team and I do like their roster. It's just uh, the quarterback position is such an issue and and they did make a mistake by giving Donald that fifth-year option. Um but yeah, I think they're missing a little more than just a quarterback, but uh, their defense is going to be key. They're going to win games with their defense. Um, I just can't see their offense winning enough games. Um, I think I had them at five wins when I did my proje- projection. So it's going to be, it's going to be touch and go, but I'll take the under. There's we have a tough schedule as well. We mm-hmm. play the AFC North and the NFC West, which is pretty tough. And you still took the over. Interesting. Um, there's rarely a sentence that can be uttered and a shiver go down the speaker's spine, but one of them is right now. I agree with TD. <laughs> the Panthers go under uh, for me. I think I had them as like four and 13 or something, which I apologize, Smid, but there was a, there were teams with a lot worse records in my um, predictions, which were rushed before I went out the door, but let's go from the Panthers to the bears. Oh boy. Consecutive teams. The irrelevancy there is extraordinary. Uh, TD, where do you see Chicago led at the quarterback position by one of Smithy's favorite players in the league? What was the total? Uh, six and a half. Sorry. My bad. Six and a half. Oh, that's pretty high in my opinion. Mm. Um, I've got them going under that. I, it really is hard to find them winning games. I know they're going to pull out some, uh, games in Chicago, maybe towards the end of the year that they'll just win because they're the bears and, and it's bad weather down there, but it's really hard to, uh, fine wins for this team. I do like Justin Fields, not as much as Smithy, but uh, their run game is strong. But when you look at their offense, it's just not well put together. Um, and offense obviously wins games. Defense does as well, but you need to have a good mix of both. And I don't like this offense at all. Can't, hard to argue. I've got them going under as well. Smithy, are you going to back your man in to go seven and 10 or better? I was way too optimistic with the Bears when we did this last year. <laughs> yeah, you were. I've probably done it again. Oh no. <laughs> I've got I've got them going seven and ten. And I I'm counting on Justin Fields to make the leap in year two. I think I genuinely think he can. And I think the new coaching is gonna really help that team because they do have the bones of a really good defense. Um they've got really good linebacker play. I think they improved their secondary massively through the draft. I think they can be good enough to go over. I'm earing on the side of optimism, but it doesn't fill me with confidence. Yeah, no, under for me. Wow. Yeah, that's a, a stamp. That's these are the sort of things that made no, the prediction. It's no Nick Wright. It's it's no Nick no, Wright. No, eleven and six <laughs> Chicago Nick Wright. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's move on to last year's Super Bowl runners up. The Bengals nine and a half. You have to wonder. Uh, the Bengals just, uh, sorry, are the bookies slow to what the Bengals are or do they expect a drop back after letting the Super Bowl go? Smithy, what do you reckon? Nine and a half win line. I think that's pretty spot on, to be honest. Mm. Um, I've got them going over. I've got them at 10 and seven, but it's another one that I don't have a lot of confidence in because I think they're one of the hardest teams to gauge during this preseason, you got to think to yourself, was the Super Bowl run a fluke or are they the real deal? Are they going to be contenders? I think the Browns not having Deshaun Watson to start the year is going to help them actually with division games. Um, and uh, they, they do play some bad teams throughout the year. It's hard to see Joe Burrow going backwards. It's hard to see that offense as a whole going backwards. And I think their defense improved over the offseason. So I th- I think the over is what I'm going to go, 10 and 7. With absolutely zero confidence in his voice, I like it, TD. 
Yeah, I did uh, pick the Bengals to miss the playoffs this year. And doing my projections, they do miss it, um, according to my picks anyway. But I do have them going 10 and 7, same as Smithy. So that'll be over. Uh, I've got them starting 6 and 1 as well. They do have a, a pretty easy start to the season, to be honest. It does get brutal in the back end, but um, you know, 10 wins shouldn't be too hard. They've just made it to the Super Bowl. You can think they're only going to get better, but it is a tough AFC, um, and it really is going to come down to those division games. Yeah, it really will. I've actually got the Bengals going under, and the reason why I'm going with under is I agree. They're one of the hardest teams to gauge, in which case I'd rather... Um, under believe if you will and then they can over deliver and i can just put my hand up and go hey they're a better team than i thought they were then to think they're going to go on a similar run and then hypothetically they don't and we feel like tool bags i think nine and a half is spot on i don't think they go any worse than eight and nine and i don't think they do any better than ten and seven so shout out to the bookies they've got it spot on but you know as we know pessimistic daz has to enter the building at some point and here i am so the Bengals under for me. Let's go to the second team that we have to, well, we don't have to, but TD certainly has to care about. And that would be his Cowboys. They're at 10 and a half. TD, Smithy went down the optimistic route. Are you? Oh, Smithy's got his hand up. What have I done wrong, Smith? Have, have you missed Cleveland Browns? I absolutely. Oh, I've got uh, Cowboys and then Browns next up. Stuff it. We'll go to the Cowboys oh, okay. now. I'm excited to talk yeah. about them, Smith. No, fair yeah, enough. I just didn't want to miss them. Uh, that's okay. TD, your Cowboys. Yeah, what was the win line? Sorry. Ten and a half, my friend. Ten and a half. Jeez, that's a high. It's mm. a high total. Is it too um, high? That's literally the question. Well, I, I think the schedule they have definitely factors into that. I've got them going over. Um, I have them sitting at 11 wins, and that's not because I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan thinking they're winning the Super Bowl, but um, they've been historically good in division the last few years. I think they can probably get four or five wins in the division. Um, and then that means they've only got to get what six or seven more wins out of the division. And they do have some very winnable games this season. Um, I think the over is the play, but that is a high total. That is a very high total. Now, Smith, you and I both gave a bit of a shocked look when he said that. So, are you like me and, and taking the under? Because I think they swept the NFC East last year, which means if they drop, you know, a game to Philly or both or one to Philly and one to Washington, they automatically go under. And I think that's yeah. a real chance. That's why I went under you yourself. Yeah, I've got them under as well. I've got them at 10 and a half, uh, 10 wins, 10 and seven. So I think the line's pretty much spot on. But um, yeah, I think, they got worse during the off season. I think they're still going to be good. They're still going to win games. Um, they play the Giants twice, so they pencil two in there. But they're, they're going to win games. Dak Prescott and that offense is going to flow. But um, I think there's there's not enough confidence for me to say they go and win 11 games. Yeah, no, I don't think they've got... Yeah, 11 and 6... That Cowboy squad, that's extraordinary. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's go to the Browns. Um, as it says uh, on my sheet, come on, Dazzling, you've got to be better than that when you're writing this up. So, Smithy, I'll go to you. Now, I've just had it done a double check, and I've got two different numbers here, which is interesting. So, when I was writing this out, the Browns were eight and a half. And as yeah. I've just double checked, that's gone to nine and a half. So, which number do we want to do? Uh, we'll go either because I was under regardless. Okay. Well, eight, eight and a half works because that was the first number. So we'll go there. So if they do go at nine and eight, we might get out of jail if someone takes the over, but eight and a half is the number that we'll go with and you're going under. Yeah, I had under. Like Cincinnati, Cleveland are very hard to gauge because we don't know how long they're going to be without Deshaun Watson. Um, it's come out that they're going to be going with Jacoby Brissett. While Watson is out, if they have to play with Jacoby Brissett for two months, eight weeks, I don't like their chances of being successful early. They might come home with a wet sail, but I've got them at seven and 10 and really struggling early on. Even once Watson comes back, he won't have played football for over a year. Mm. There's going to be some natural rust there, no matter how good we think he is. So um, I think this might be an underwhelming year again for the Browns. I'll tell you what I do love, just TD, before I get your prediction. 
I love that you can tell the stark difference between the franchises themselves and then reporters or videographers putting out preseason footage because you know the teams are only putting out the absolute best footage and they I think the Browns did a Deshaun Watson piece and within two hours I think it was a bleacher or the logo or the brand or someone that put out of Watson throwing six picks in a row which as far as a two-hour window goes is an extraordinary spectrum to put out content which is amazing uh what do you reckon about the Browns eight and a half uh I've got them going over that I, I think they're way too talented um to not win that many games. And I think if they are going with Brissett, I think they're still a good enough team to beat the teams they should. Um, but yeah, once once again, I think this does really rely on Deshaun Watson and, and how long he's going to be out for. And, um, you know, if he's out for six, six weeks, eight weeks, it, it certainly is going under. But um, there's just so much uncertainty. I'll, uh, I'll back talent and go over. Bang, backing talent. I like it. I was with you, Smid. I reckon they're going to go under as well. Uh, this is nearly frozen. The Broncos is who we get to move on to next. Ten and a half. New quarterback, new coach. We preached it forever. They're only a quarterback away. Does that bring a sense of optimism or a sense of pessimism? Let's find out. TD, where do you stand? Yeah, I've got them going over that. Um, they're, well, Denver is a really tough place to play. And mm. I think having... Russell Wilson is only going to make them better in home games. They'll be able to close out games that maybe they haven't in the past. Um, you know, we're going to see how good this roster actually is with a good quarterback, a really good quarterback in Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. But uh, that is a blockbuster trade. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tough place to play, as I said. And I think they're going to win a big bunch of um, games at home. And I really do like that strong roster that they have. So I've got them going over. I like it. Smitty, you're nodding in agreement, I assume, my friend. Yeah, I'm with CD there. I like everything he said. When Denver are good, their home field advantage is arguably the biggest in the NFL just because of the um, how high it is from sea level, uh, the altitude. So they have a really big advantage there. Uh, they were just a quarterback away. Russell Wilson is that quarterback. I've been saying since they got him that they're going to be good. So it would be a bit... Um, It'd be a bit of a contradiction if I went under. So definitely the over. So you say what you think first and then you cover your tracks. I think they call that the cow herd uh, going around. <laughs> I've gone Broncos over as well for what it's worth. Let's go to the Lions. Six and a half is the Lions line, which uh, TD has given a look of dismay. I haven't seen since the last time I was on dating sites. So TD's going the under. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going the under easily. I think six and a half is way too high. Um, I just can't see them winning many games. And when you're picking their games, it's hard to look at certain um, opponents and say, yeah, I think the Lions actually win this game. Sure, they're, they're going to win a couple of games here and there that maybe you don't expect them to or um, against other bad teams where it's just uh, one of them has to win. But I just I can't see them winning. What was it six and a half? Yeah. I, I can't so see them winning seven games. So yeah. um, that's that's pretty high for me, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this. Looking at it, I think their ceiling for me was five and twelve, as far as win total goes. So even at, in the most optimistic that I can be, even if you do nick it over another game and say six and eleven by you know a miracle, a big jump, they're still under. So under for me, Smithy. Yeah, it's under, but I've got the winning five games. They won three and tied last year. I think they definitely got better during the off season. So, you know, I can see them winning five or six games, but yes, it, I, I cannot predict them to win seven at all. So under, please. Yep, I like it. Let's go to the Packers. I said they weren't going to win the division. They're at 10 and a half, which is going to be a really interesting call on my behalf. So Smithy, what do you think about a rod in a wide receiver room that makes you go interesting? Yeah, I still think they go over. I trust Aaron Rodgers to never lose to Chicago or Detroit. So there's four wins mm -hmm. at the start of the year, every time um, I can't see them dropping both games to Minnesota. So they instantly get five games in the division before the season starts for me. And that is enough to make me predict them to get, have the over. I think they've got one of the better defenses in the entire NFL and playing at 
Lambeau in the cold later in the season, just like TD said with Chicago at Soldier Field, I think it's a massive advantage. So they're going to be good in the regular season once again. Uh, over. Over. Bang. TD? Yeah, I agree. Um, Aaron Rodgers is still there. It's hard to go against him. I do really like Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon as a running back duo. Um, they're only going to get better together, although they are you know, really good. They've proven that. And as Smith, you said, that's, that's a really good defense. And I can see them winning at least 11 games. Um, you know, Smithy hit the nail on the head. They do have the Lions and the Bears in their division. And, you know, not too often do they lose games to them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think they go over as well, but not by March 11 and 6 is the cap for me, especially if it helps with my prediction. I might need a bit of luck there. I can just Minnesota letting me down. That's probably the surprise, uh, not the surprise, the favorite prediction for this year so far. But yeah, it'd be silly of me to back against the Packers at 10 and a half. Uh, 11 and a half, I probably would have gone under, but 10 and a half, I'll go the over. Let's go to the Texans, four and a half. Um, the controversy won't leave them alone in light of the Deshaun Watson situation, but he isn't in the building anymore. And this is the closest they are to moving on. Can they move on beyond? Four and a half wins. TD, let us know. Nah, I don't think they can. I'm going under. And it is a theme um, with me and predicting these bad teams. It's just so hard to pick the winning games and um, trying to find what is it, four or five wins for them is really hard for me. Um, I kind of had to scrape the bottom of the barrel finding them two wins or three wins. But um, yeah, it's just really hard to pick a team like Houston who are struggling massively. Um, you know, they don't really have too many bright spots on that roster. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be exciting at times this year, but I don't know if exciting wins games, or I do know that exciting doesn't win games. So, um, yeah, I've got them going under. I like the reasoning. Can't knock that at all, Smithy. Yeah, I've got them going under as well. Um, upsets always happen in the NFL, so... yeah. They're going to win a game throughout the season where you go, there's no way I would have predicted that to happen at the start of the year. But I gave them two wins this season. I think they're going to be the worst team in football. Um, they they did a good job in the offseason, but they didn't get any win-now pieces. They didn't get any pieces to help them win this year. Um, they got good pieces for the future, but that's not going to help their win total this year under. Yep, on the same under as well. Let's go to the Colts. Honestly, top five most interesting team for me this year because they're. I feel like the bookies put nine and a half in front of teams that they're not sure if they're going to be any good or not in terms of a threat. We know to be nine and a half, even if you go under and you go eight and nine or nine and eight, you're still a serviceable team. But these playoff fringe teams, I think they just chuck nine and a half in and say, good luck to you. Interesting to see where you boys go. I'm actually confident in my pick here. Smithy, what do you reckon? Very good line over for me. Mm. I've got them going 10 and seven. I think they're in the worst division in the NFL, uh, the AFC South this year. Tennessee have gone backwards massively. Jacksonville, uh, new look, but I can't trust them as far as I can throw them. And I just said the Texans are going to be the worst team in the NFL. So I thought it was quite easy for me to find them 10 wins um, for them to make the playoffs, obviously, as the division winner. Yep. So, yeah, I'll take the over. Yeah, they win the division and go over for me as well, Teddy. I've actually got them going under. Um, I had them winning nine games when I did my predictions. And it's just, you know, if they can come out, I, I do think they're the best team in the division and, and probably by a little bit. But, um, you know, if they win six division games, that probably goes over. But I just can see them uh, lacking focus, I guess, and maybe dropping a game where they shouldn't or two in the division. And, um, they do have some tough opponents out of the division. So I think I've got them sitting at nine wins, but um, I'll take the under. Yeah, no, fair enough. I like it. Let's go to the Jags, six and a half. TD, you had a soft spot for the Jags last year. And by the Jags, I mean Trevor Lawrence. Um, where is your a man crush now? Does it get you to, does the great man get you to seven wins? Uh, I I think that is too high as well. Um it, I do think they're going to get better. The team, the roster is better. Um, Trevor Lawrence, you would assume, is going to get better. But six and a half wins or seven wins, that's a lot for a team. Um, 
that you know had glimpses last year and, and had you know a couple of nice wins, but I don't think they've improved enough to win seven games. Seven games is a lot uh, for a team. Um, yeah, I I just think six and a half is too much. I've got them winning five games, um, but I'll take the under. Yeah, I had them pretty confidently as an under team as well. Smithy, you're going to make it three and zero. Yeah, under for me as well. I stupidly predicted the over last year, and I'm not going to make that same mistake again. Well, and no one's in a position to judge given the reaction episode that we put up, Smith. But let's go to the Chiefs. Ten and a half. And to be honest, I'm taking the over. But, oh, my goodness, I can absolutely imagine them being like a 10 and 7 team and kind of doing what Buffalo did in terms of the over-under and just not getting there. But as far as I'm concerned, I think you've got to back in a champion player and a champion coach until they slip up. So until that happens, I'll take the over. And that's my reasoning, TD. Yeah, I agree. I've got them going over. I think, um, you know, a lot of people are down on them this year. Maybe you could say that, but they still have, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, and that wins you games throughout the year. And I think for them to win 11 games, they've done that probably every year of Patrick Mahomes' career. So um, I'll back him to do it again. I like it. Smithy? Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. Um I think Mahomes and Andy Reid are going to come out with a chip on their shoulders. It's sort of got a bit of no Tyreek, no Kansas City about it. And I think that's silly. They've got really good talent at the wide receiver position. Uh, They've still got Travis Kelsey. And yeah, like TD said, I don't think they've gone under 11 games since Mahomes has been the starting quarterback. And I can't see that changing. Yeah, I like it. Now let's go to the only team that doesn't have a half. So there is a potential for a push and that is the Las Vegas Raiders and they're stuck on eight wins. So 8.0. So what that means for those, if you are having a punt at home, Smithy's looking at me weird, but I promise you, mate, that's the number when I was putting the notes together. So you can deal with that however you like, but that's where we're at. So what happens is if you get on a team that has a 0.0 and they hit that mark. So for example, if the Raiders hit eight and nine, uh, you get your stake back. So you don't win, you don't lose, you get the original bet back. And that's the number we're dealing with. If you want to go with eight and a half, Smith, you can. But I promise you, putting it together, it's eight no, it's eight point oh. Sorry, so push well, over I'm, or I'm, under. I'm going to quickly give my analysis so I can go over to said betting company and uh, put some money we'll on the over. Check now. This is my numbers are twelve hours old. So if it's changed, I think that's extraordinary. Eight wins. I can see them going well, well over that. Um, they I think they got significantly better, and it is it's still it's still eight. So uh, I'm going to keep this short and sharp so I can put some money on that line actually because I think they go well over eight wins. I don't have your missus's number, but I'm about to tell her you're about to win the lotto. You're going to have that much money coming in at the end of the year. It's going to be extraordinary. TD. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw as well i just think that's extremely low um i think i've got them winning 10 or 11 games and and that was even factoring in those 50 50 games um that i kind of put down as a loss so i think eight is extremely low i think they're being um disrespected by that market and i guess um underrated once again they were last year and it looks like it's happening again but anything can happen in the nfl but for them to, to win, well, they'd have to win nine games for it to win. But no, I think they can win nine games, and it's probably going to depend on um, division games. Yeah. I... And, but if they can win their home division games, I think that's easy enough. Yeah, I, I agree. Even if they go at worst and they take three division games, that's still in 11 games. They've still got to win five to get a push. That's less than 500 still. So... Yeah, extraordinary. At worst, you're going to get a push. I'm going to take the over as well. Let's go to the Rams. I don't know why the Rams are ahead of the Chargers in the numbers, so stuff it. I'm going to the Chargers first. Sorry, fellas, for changing that up. Quick, smart, nine and a half, sorry, eight and a half for the Chargers. It says here on my screen, where do we think the Chargers? Someone in this division has got to be bad. I think, honestly, that's what the bookies are doing. Because one of these has to go under, surely. Not everyone can win so many games. TD, eight and a half. What do you think for the Chargers? 
uh, if Smithy was um, putting the house on the, the Raiders going over, I think I'll... No, I'll don't. Put, I'll put um, the house on the Chargers in terms of Super Bowl stuff. Stop. No, no. <laughs> Do not agree with me, TD. <laughs> I would be smashing this over. I know what the win title was, but I've got over, over, over. So um, I, I would smash the over there. I really think um, they're, they're a really good team, and we all know that they're so talented. Justin Herbert's only going to get better from um, – this is the easiest pick of all. It's, it's over, and it's easily – that's that's a lot of positivity. That's got Moz Jinx written all over it, Smid. Yeah, I'm more confident in this pick than the Raiders. I think oh. the Chargers are I think the Chargers are going to be better than the Raiders. And they've got essentially the same line because they have, both have to win nine games to make the 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 line. So I that's unbelievable. I think the eight and a half. I think they go so far over that. It's not even funny. So, yeah, essentially a freebie there because I've gone to the bookmaker. My numbers are correct, but in the 12-hour gap, that's now come to 10, so 10 flat, and the more money is on the over than it is on the under. So at eight and a half when we're jumping on, I think that's an absolute freebie. Thank you, bookmaker. We appreciate that. Let's go to the Rams. They're at 10 and a half. Last year's champion uh, is the line a little bit low for a Super Bowl-winning team, or are they acknowledging that they are still in a pretty sticky division? Can't wait to find out. Um, by the way, I'm going over on the charges. I don't know if I said that, but that's where I'm at. Uh, Smithy, Rams? Yeah, I think it's too low. I'm going over on the Rams. Oh. Super Bowl winning teams always come out and start really good the next season. Um, I think there's no chance that the Rams don't do that. Uh, they got better during the offseason. They had a few departures, but bringing in Bobby Wagner and Alan Robinson are two massive inclusions. I can see them starting like a house on fire. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take the over. Yeah, I can see them being 11, 6, 12, 5, even 13 and 4. So, I'm taking the over as well, TD. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the over as well. I think this offense is going to stay hot like it did. Uh, or it's going to stay hot, obviously, because it was hot. So, um, but yeah, it's Sounds really hard to see logic. them losing. <laughs> yeah thanks Daz but yeah, pretty, it, it no is worries. very hard to see them losing more than six games it, it really hard so alphabetically the next three teams are Miami Minnesota and New England but considering the Dolphins and the Patriots are A in the AFC East and B both at eight and a half we're going to kind of group them together here because both of them won't go over that's the way we're doing this fellas don't like it fucking one of you jump in the host chair I don't give a shit TD, Dolphins, do they go over? Do they both go over? Do they both go under? How do you see Miami and New England? I actually have them both at nine wins, so I've got them both going over. Um, there goes that yeah, logic. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Patriots fan, but um, it's, you've got to back their coaching. Um, and I think coaching is enough to win at least nine games. Um, we've all seen that, but can they put the talent together on the field? A little iffy on that, but I think they can win at least nine games at worst. So I've got them both going over. So I'll get the biased opinion out of the way. I think the Dolphins go over. I do. I know the schedule is a bit tough, but I cannot understand how adding Tyreek Hill and the running back, well, trio, you could almost call it, Makes us a worse team than last year, regardless of schedule. Doesn't make any sense to me. I'm going over. Patriots, I'm taking under. To all the Patriots fans, you can hate me for this episode. That's fine. I'd be going 7-10. and 10. I don't know if your quarterback's that good. I don't know if your wide receivers are that good. Yes, your defense is good because of your coach and all that, which is fine. But I don't really see you as a threat in the AFC East. So I've got Dolphins over. Patriots under. Smithy? I've gone the exact same as you, Daz. I've oh, got... goodness. The Dolphins going 10 and 7, and I've got the Patriots going 7 and 10. Bang. Uh, the Patriots did not get better on offense at all during the offseason, uh, and they got worse on defense. They lost their best individual defensive player in JC Jackson. Uh, they also lost Chase Winovich to the Browns, who uh, was, a, was a good pass rusher for them. And their defense towards the back end of last year wasn't that great. So... Considering they got worse personnel-wise, 
I don't have that much faith in them. So, yeah, I, I think they go 7 and 10. Who would have thought coming into tonight, TD would be the most optimistic about yeah, the Patriots? That, what the hell? That's unbelievable. <laughs> that is off my un- back. I finally un- got the monkey off the back. Unbelievable. <laughs> I hate you. I actually still don't believe Logic. it. Yeah. He's just frozen on us, I think. But we'll carry on because... There we go. Even the uh, even old Zoom knows that he's talking nonsense when he's speaking nicely about New England. Uh, let's <laughs> go to the Vikings, eight and a half. Look, I picked them to win the division, so spoiler alert, I think they're going to be good this year. Another spoiler alert, it might be the reason I go to therapy in around <laughs> March next year, so that should be interesting. Um, but I'm going over, TD. Uh, I'm going over as well. I think they're very talented, both sides of the ball. And I think Kirk Cousins will play well enough to get them to nine or 10 wins at least. So, yeah, he'll get them to enough wins to earn a shitload of money. And for me, that's more than eight. So, (laughs) you'll be guilty. Smith? Very good in the contract year. But uh, I, funnily enough, I've got them making the playoffs, but I've got them going under. I've got them going eight, nine, and making the playoffs. I think the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and get and expecting a different result. Uh, they've done the exact same thing in terms of their offense. And I don't think they'll get a different result. That result being an eight and nine season. So uh, yeah, I, I think they go under. Different result could be different coaching, my friend. And that's what they've got. Oh boy. Get involved. My man. All right, let's go to the saints. They went through, Hell, literally at the start of the year with the weather in New Orleans, which was, I know that's an understatement, um, but the way that they got through the year was absolutely inspiring. You're not going to have luck as bad as that. So at eight and a half, uh, I'm taking the over just on um, uh, the resilience of this franchise. So take that what you will. Uh, Sorry, eight and a half is the line. I'm still taking the over uh, for the resilience and not much else. We'll call it blind faith if you want to, but... I think they deserve it after the year that they had last year. And I still think they're a pretty good football team coming into this year. Smithy, I get the feeling you're not really going to agree with that. No, I'm going under. I sort of expected them as an aging group to uh, have a little bit of a fall off last year. It didn't happen, but I think you look at their defense and you've got Demario Davis, who's mid thirties. You've got Cam Jordan, who's in his thirties. You know, they're quite an old group. Uh, they bought in Honey Badger, but he's old. I think all their their real good players are old. I still don't trust Jameis fully yet. I'm not ready to buy into him being a really good, efficient quarterback. Um, and there's so many question marks around Alvin Kamara, who is their most important player by the length of the Flemington Straits. So all of those question marks, I can't see them winning nine games. So give me the under. Tay isn't it great that when you've got um, guys in their 30s in sport doesn't matter what the sport is if they're playing poorly or you've got doubts about them they're old but if they're playing well they're veterans I like it I like the distinction in sports language there Smithy you did that beautifully TD we're uh, stuck in a gridlock split it for us mate over or under for the Saints eight and a half uh, I've got them going under uh, I just I've seen too much bad Jameis Winston to um, to kind of expect much good from him. And I think coming off an injury makes it only harder. I think they will struggle to score against teams that um, have good defenses. And and in turn, I think they lose those games against teams that have good defenses. So I'll have them going under. Bang. There we go. And a nice drive by for Jameis there. Let's go to the Giants new coach and probably the most overpaid wide receiver room in the league and put all that together and you get a line of seven and a half. And I don't think they're getting there. I'm taking the under on this one, TD. Yeah, well, I thought I was being extremely optimistic with the Giants, but... Oh, we did that last year. Under. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've got them going under. I do think um, Brian Dable is a really good coach for them. I think he's going to make some things work. Uh, I think he's going to get the best out of uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, Daniel Jones. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's, full it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's way too hard to see them going over. Um, I, they have gotten better, but I, I don't know if they're winning eight games. Now, I think we should take a moment here to talk about men's mental health because TD is talking nicely about the Patriots and Daniel Jones 
And frankly, this is a man whose life is spiraling out of control. So to TD and to anyone out there that might be struggling a bit at the moment, please reach out to your local GP and mental health professional because no one deserves to suffer like this. Smith. Yeah, the win line is crazy. I'm taking the under. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in football. I've got them winning four games. I think this is going to be uh, a bit of a welcome to the NFL year for Brian Dable in terms of head coaching. I think Daniel Jones is out the door. They draft one of the better QBs and retool. I think the Giants are going to be good in three years, but uh, this year, no way. Yeah, I agree. Let's go to the other team in New York, the Jets. They're at five and a half. And for me, this question isn't um, do the Jets win six games? For me, it's does Zach Wilson win six games? And that, for me, is a resounding no. Smid? Uh a no, but not as resounding. I've got them winning five games this year. Uh, I think they got significantly better in the offseason. I still have faith in Zach Wilson. I loved him coming out of college. I've, I still think he can be good. I do. I've, I've got the faith, but uh, not enough to win that many games. I am excited to see the Wilson to Wilson combo, and though uh, Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson, that's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a good one to watch. And yes, the rookie. Uh, well, our man, the rookie watch is going to be back throughout the year as well, but we'll announce all that and who we're jumping on board um, at a later date. This is all about the Jets TD, which I know you'll spend an extensive amount of time on given their relevancy in this league. So what do you think? We could have almost thrown these two teams together and just banged the unders, but um, well, a yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I found it the hardest to find wins for the Jets, especially in the first, um, part of their season. I think I, I had to give them a win at home against New England to find their first win in the first 10 games. Their schedule is just that tough um, to start the season. And that, that, you know, a season starting with, with 10 games like that, I think could just break a young team. And um, that's what I think is going to happen to the Jets. Bang, there we go. Let's go to the Eagles now, TD, divisional rival. So this could get a bit frosty, but I am going the over. I mean, look, my faith in the Eagles began in our dynasty draft when I drafted Jalen Hurts in the back end of the first round. So uh, kind of need the boy to perform. So I'm backing him in. I'm backing Philly in. And I'm going the over on nine and a half. TD, what do you think of your divisional rival? Yeah, I've got him going over as well. Um, I found so it... happy about it too, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I, found, I found it pretty easy to find wins for this team. Um, I think they've got a pretty handy schedule along with everyone else in that division. But... Um, I think their run game is going to be good enough to find wins um, or enough wins. And, and I think Jalen Hurts is only going to improve, not totally sold on him, but um, I think Smithy says it best when he says he doesn't have to be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, the way this team plays. And I think they're good enough to win 10 games. Yeah, Smith, I know from our chats off uh, off screen, off audio, if you will, that you've got a bit of faith in this team. So I can't see you going under here. Yeah, it's nice to see everyone jumping on my uh, Philly bandwagon. Uh, they are definitely How many going. Bandwagons over. are you building? Well, I was always going to take the Philly bandwagon, but too many mainstream media dudes uh, predicted them to win the division. So okay. uh, I am still on that bandwagon, but not. I had to start my own one with Baltimore Ravens, but yeah, definitely think Philly go over that win line. I think they win the division, and like TD said, I found it quite easy to find games for them to win. I think they got a pretty cushy schedule yeah i think they do as well all right let's move on to the steelers now the line suggests that the bookies think mike tomlin is going to have his first losing season in charge if you can believe that with seven and a half is their win line i know the quarterback situation has changed but this is one of those for me that i can't see them failing i can't predict them to fail i actually need to see them fail before i actually wrap my head around it which is why i'll take the over and even if they do have a losing season, eight and nine still gets me a win. So I feel like I've got some wiggle room there. And that's why I am taking the over. Smithy, what do you reckon? I'm taking the under. And it's Break purely because it's purely because I cannot trust what they've got going on at quarterback. Last time we saw Mitch Trubisky as a starter, he was not good. It's plain and simple. Yeah, he might have had a few nice preseason performances for Buffalo last year, but I don't give a squat. You know, you gotta you gotta perform when it matters. Um, and I was 
the number one Kenny Pickett doubter in the pre-draft process. I preached to the choir for the Panthers not to draft him because I did not think he would be good at all. So it's hard to put faith into uh, a team that could potentially be starting with him from week one. So I've got the winning six games and going under. It's also a great division. It is, but of all the things not to give, Smithy's not giving squats. Interesting. I thought out of the three of us, I would be the one not giving squats, but there we go. TD, what do you reckon about this famous franchise? Uh, Yeah, I don't love their quarterback situation, but I think their defense is good enough um, to get them eight wins at least. I do like that coaching staff as well. As you touched on, Daz, Mike Tomlin's been a great coach throughout his time in Pittsburgh. And, and, you know, I'm expecting big things from Miles Jack on this Pittsburgh defense this year. And um, I think he's the type of guy that can, you know, carry this defense or at least, um, you know, you know, I think he's going to be a big part of this defense is what I'll say. And I think the defense is going to be the reason why they can win a bunch of these games. And I don't think their offense is going to be great, but um, with defensive teams, they just have to be good enough. And I think they are going to be good enough to win eight games. I like it. All right. We've got a handful of teams to go. So stick with us. If you've listened to this in one sitting, first of all, thank you. And uh, let's finish these off, fellas, and then we can let the good people go. Let's go to the Niners. Um, and funnily enough, their line is nine and a half. Um, I can't really see why they'd go so backwards. Jimmy G still on the roster as of recording. Trey Lance, I think he's not careers at a crossroad, but I think he's Niners uh, time is at a crossroad if Jimmy G is still there after the trade deadline. So we'll see how that goes. But at nine and a half, I think you're trying to... Um, not only predict the future, obviously, which is what we're trying to do, but you're also trying to predict what they're going to do with the roster. I don't have the confidence in saying that it's going to go one way or another. So they're going to be another team that I'm going to wait and see fail before I predict it. I'm going to take the over TD. Yeah. The Niners were probably the hardest team for me um, to get a gauge on, to be honest. They are, and they have been the last few years, a really good team. Apart from that one year, they were um, screwed by injuries, but I just, I can see them going under. I don't love this team. And I think uncertainty at quarterback looks like they're having doubts or issues with Trey Lance. Otherwise I think Garoppolo wouldn't be there. Um, And and I just think, you know, to be, um, or to put money on a team, if I was going to go over or under, I'd have to go under just because I, I need the team to kind of show some sort of, uh, sign that they're all in on, on their quarterback and it doesn't look like they are whichever way they are going. Um, but I'll take the under. He's come out with some ripping quotes over the year, our man TD Smith. I'm pretty sure if I have to choose one, might be one of my favorites considering that's the entire exercise that we've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> Extraordinary. Great great first question, that. <laughs> yeah, outstanding, isn't it? Uh, Smithy, what do you reckon about the Niners? They go over. This team made the NFC Championship game last year. Uh, they didn't get worse during the offseason and the whole conference as a whole, the NFC as a whole got worse. So uh, I can't see them going under. Say what you want about Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's led him to a Super Bowl and an NFC title game. So uh, if if he's the worst option they've got at quarterback, I still think they go over. Yeah, I like it. All right, let's go to the Seahawks, five and a half. And I am... Uh doing everything I can to break that under button. Uh, my predictions, I had them three and 14 for what that's worth. Um, look, I won the tipping last year, so I'd like to think it's worth quite a bit, but they're not getting six wins and I'm reasonably confident of that. that Smitty, do you match that confidence? Yeah, I had them going three and 14 as well. Uh, this is a total rebuild for Seattle from the ground up. They've got... <laughs> Listen to him. <laughs> I, I like to think that says more about me that you think you're a genius because I agreed with you. So well, I said that's I actually... Said yeah, I would be a genius if you agree with me. That's the whole point of intelligence. You've agreed with what I've said, which means, hey, we're either both smart or we're both morons. But, you know, like the end of High School Musical, mate, we're all in this together. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus, that's a How's terrible... that for a reference? That, that's terrible reference. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Because we, watch, we watched it over the weekend, so that's why it was... a. Uh... Stuck in the head. Let's go back to the Seahawks. Yeah, this is a total... weekend of the Daz household. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it was an outstanding weekend. One of the this best. is a uh, total rebuild from the ground up. They've got a terrible quarterback situation. Mm. Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Uh, they've got 
nothing to be excited about on defense. So, uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be picking in the top five of the NFL draft next year. Yeah, couldn't agree more. TD? I agree. Um, I've got them going under. And does that make you a genius still, Daz, because you're agreeing with me? No, you're agreeing with does. me. I said it first and you're all right. <laughs> You've asked a couple of silly well, questions tonight. Do I now need to explain the English language to you? <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to hear it. No, <laughs> you wouldn't listen anyway. Right. Toys are out of the cut now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on. throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Let's go to the Bucks at 11 and a half. I'm not going to give my win prediction first because clearly that idea has gone down the shit up. So, TD, where do you see a, uh, a Tom Brady-led Bucks? 11 and a half, if I didn't make that clear. Yeah, you said it twice. Or if you weren't listening, sorry. No, I actually was listening to this one. Um, (laughs) I'll take the over. I think I've got them sitting at 12 wins. I'm happy with the over just. I think, um, as we've touched on a couple of times, it's hard to um, bet against the team when we haven't seen it before. And and it's really hard for me, and and it should be hard for anyone to bet against Tom Brady. Um, I think... They win 11 games his first season. They won 12 or 13 last year. I think they can do 12 or 13 again. Uh, so I'll have the over. I like it. Smithy? Yeah, over for me as well. Um, genius. The, th- the theme of the week, NFC strikes again because they're going to be a very good regular season team. So over. It's not what the same reference. <laughs> <laughs> I them as 13 and four. So I'm going oh, over but double well. genius. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. We almost made it. All right, let's go to the Titans. They're at nine and a half, and they're going under. There's something... I don't know what it is about Tennessee that really grinds my gears, but I have no interest in watching them. Tannehill couldn't fucking throw out of a boat and hit a lake at this point in time (laughs) after his playoff game. So getting 10 wins, not happening. Smithy? Yeah, they're going under quite comfortably. Uh, after trading AJ Brown and Traylon Burks really struggling in rookie camp, uh, it looks like Ryan Tannehill is going to overthrow Robert Woods and Nick Westbrook-Akina. So it, it's not looking great. Uh, I'll definitely take the under. TD? Yeah, I think that is probably one of the worst lines I've heard tonight. Um, the nine and a half, I think that's way too high. I know they still have Derek Henry. That offensive line is still pretty good and, and that defense is is good enough, but I, I think for them to win 10 games is, is just, um, you know, I, I can't really see them doing that. They've lost their wide receivers. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what, what more to say. I, I think that's a horrible line. I'll oh, say that. And, and Jesus, and <laughs> that's, it's going over now that I said that. Yeah, but Titans yeah, are going 11 and 6. <laughs> I think that's way too high. Yeah, we're all in agreement there, which worries me. Let's finish this off with Washington, fellas. The Commanders, eight and a half is the line. TD, uh, it's not about how you start, mate. It's about how you finish. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I've got them going under just. Um, as I said before with the Eagles, the NFC East um, seems to have a really easy schedule or all four teams seem to have easy schedules this year or not easy, but um, you know, pretty handy schedules, but the issue with the commanders or, or Washington or whatever we're calling them now, the commies. Well, that is their name. Yeah. It's hard to, uh, to say for the first time, but um, I, I just, I don't trust them in division games. I think they've, they've gone nine and 21 in division in the last five years. And I just don't think they're going to, take advantage um, of winning enough games in that division to, to hit the over. Well, he's a genius, our man, because I'm agreeing with him. Eight and a half under yeah. for me as well. I have them going eight and nine, and Smithy's just uh, interrupted me, but I assuming we're all on the same page there. Yeah, six and 11 for me. Uh, I'm so far the opposite of what I was this time last year in Washington. I think they're the most boring team in the NFL. Some island hostility there, Smith. Yeah. Now, Baltimore are going to show them up. I'm going to be a... <laughs> I'm, I'm a full-blown Baltimore belly. fan now. <laughs> what was that, TD? I said, someone's got island belly. Yeah, it doesn't what? How many? The island just... version of Bali belly. <laughs> yeah, thank you for explaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the, well, for the American listeners, mate, it makes up nearly 18% of our audience, so they won't have a frigging clue what he's talking about. But then again, when do they ever? Like most times. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. All right, fellas, let's... Uh, Let's head off because this could go down a, a path that I think would get us kicked off a lot of 
podcasting platforms. Smithy, you can sign us off in your signature style, mate. And I cannot back to cannot wait to reflect oh, back on back. this episode. As say, so don't you fucking tell me how to talk down there. <laughs> um, geez, he's gotten lippy, our man, tonight. Wednesday's not good for our man. So, Smithy, it's all up to you, mate. Can't wait to uh, reflect and figure out that I've uh, beaten you both. Can't wait. Yeah, looking forward to this time next year when we can look back and see how much I dominated this episode. But uh, it's been great fun. Can't wait to keep ramping up the off-season content. We are getting close to preseason action, guys. We are are about 90 days away from the regular season kicking off, uh, which means we'll be about... 60 away from preseason action. 52 as of recording. There you go. There you go. So 52 52 days away from preseason action. Cannot wait for that. Thank you to Daz for hosting. Thank you for TD for listening. (laughs) I was going to thank TD, but he has no idea what we're talking about right now. But most importantly, (laughs) stay safe, everyone.